What's going on guys? Welcome to Georgia Kanama Radio. It's your your boy Nick at Nick Drummer20. You ready now? You might hear a little audio difference, um, and that's because we're going uh, pro. We've got a couple of new guests, um, or I don't know if you would call them guests. They're definitely hosts now on the Georgia Kanama Radio podcast. Um, we're gonna be doing big things, and um, I'm super excited to be doing this. We had a we had a brief hiatus um, because we just didn't had a lot of schedule issues, and a whole lot has been going on the past year, I think, since uh, the last podcast. So yeah, um, I want to go ahead. I mean, you guys kind of know me, but let's go ahead and introduce our new host. What up? Aiden. What up? What else? What's going on, guys? Um, my name is Aiden. Uh, you guys might also have seen me on Instagram as Dama Doozy, um, po- quite possibly, but I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I live in uh, Swanee, Georgia. It's a little outside of Atlanta, but um, I also live very close to Nick, who is also our other guest here. Nick, what's going on, what's Nick? Going on? I am the other Nick. I guess for, <laughs> for the sake of the show, we can call me Fish, but I don't want people to think I'm like Jake Fisher. You know, there's already a fish in Kandama. But my last, I'm Nick Fish. It's nice. F-I-S-C-H, but it's uh, nickfish.tv on Instagram. Some clips up there, some cool Kandama content edits. That's kind of my thing is video, graphics, motion graphics, stuff like that. But huge, huge love for Kandama. So I'm stoked to join uh, the media love and Kandama love here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, yeah. stoked to be a part of it. I'm so excited to have you guys. Um, if you guys don't know these guys, <clears throat> I'm telling you, please follow them. Um, they do. They both do awesome stuff. Great Georgia homies. Um, we've got a really interesting mix of experiences here. Um, so I really think you guys need to be subscribing or wherever we're putting this you need to be making sure you're checking out the, the new podcast because we have some really interesting perspectives and conversations to have yeah, um, for sure between nick and nick and aiden mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's right so yeah um, honestly guys so the way i want to talk about this podcast is i want to go ahead and just introduce all of you to uh, our new hosts um i'm gonna I guess selfishly plug myself and and talk about myself just for anybody that isn't didn't listen to the first like of the old podcast that I don't even know where I think it's on SoundCloud back in the day which was two years ago. Some SoundCloud, some yeah. on YouTube. I've been listening all week. So yeah, they're all over everything. Yeah. yeah, I was we we were trying a lot of things. We were, like I said earlier, I like to break fast or move fast and break shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. We we're trying out new things, um, and uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about that. We're gonna talk about um, you know where we are in Georgia and stuff like that. What you know who we are, what Kanama means to us, and then um, at the end, I definitely want to have a minute to talk about Dave. Um, at the time of recording this, actually, it is the Sunday at the end of Dave's um, three day memorial. Um, his celebration of life is today, so I thought it was gonna be a real good. Um, Real good conversation to have at the end. Just talk about a moment. So, Most definitely. But before we get into that, um, Aiden, you want to go ahead and just talk about yourself a bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, so I've only been around the scene for about, I'd say, two and a half years. I started in May of 2017, so that's two years and five months, something like that. But mm-hmm. ever since I picked it up, I've been... I wouldn't say obsessed, but I've been pretty obsessed with it. You've been <laughs> not gonna lie, I've been it. obsessed with it. But it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's just been super important to me ever since I've found out about it and, and been able to incorporate that into a lot of things in my life. And how did you? Uh, how did you get into it? So you I got into it. Or yeah, I got yeah. into it. Actually, Nick sitting to my right. <laughs> he, oh really? Yeah, he it's was the fault. first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, this nice. is all his fault. <laughs> Awesome. I saw him playing with it for for about a month and I didn't even think to pick it up you know I'd kind of I'd seen one before back in the day and I got the classic story like I saw him playing for a month for about a month and thought it wasn't the coolest thing in the world, <laughs> yeah, but ended up picking it up and immediately becoming obsessed. We're yeah. indoctrinated. Yeah. Or exactly. brainwashed. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it happens, man. Yeah. I got the classic Dama story, really. Yeah. yeah. Just your friend. But just super into it. And yeah, man, just out here in the Georgia scene, been trying to 
trying to rep Georgia scene as much as I can, get as many people into it as I can. It's mm-hmm. been, what makes you want to do time. that? Is it just you found something? Or? Yeah, I just I just want to be able to share the love and be able to share the appreciation to have somebody else appreciate it just as much as I do, you know? And it helped me as much as it did, and I'd like to be able to, you know, maybe help somebody else in that aspect, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just been been a very important part of my life ever since I found out about it so yeah that's awesome especially for two years like it becoming a big yeah, part of your life you know, for sure yeah um that's actually a good kind of segue to the next little part I wanted to talk about for each of and each of you guys is like, what does Kanawa mean to you Aiden <clears throat> um really to me it means really a um an expression like an outlet of like creativity it's more of so of like a a way to express yourself and mm-hmm. kind of just a a way to be have your own independence in some aspects and and own your own style of play kind of thing and it's just been it's just been important and important in in finding your own creativity and that's like kind of rolls over to other aspects in your life and you know, kind of makes those aspects better and kind of mm-hmm. allows you to grow as a person. But, yeah. Um, I mean, and it's it's been able to really kind of let me expand on my, uh, my competitive side. Mm-hmm. I haven't really found an outlet for my competitive side growing up. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I you did play, play sports ba- or anything? I played baseball growing up. Okay. Um, but I mean, ever real, since I You guys stopped, can't see him, but he's hella tall uh, he's got the guys. long arms yes he's hella tall that's that is statutory hella tall <laughs> so you get the long arms for those baseball swings yeah. surprisingly and... i was actually a catcher oh yeah, yeah. okay but i can see it a lot of ways honestly yeah, yeah, like yeah. you gotta reach yeah. i mean my knees my knees started to give out <laughs> but i say my knees started to give out and then i pick up kendama as ironically. a hobby oh, <laughs> ironically right? savage <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of allowed me to grow my my strength and my legs back, you know, kind of mm-hmm. after playing baseball for so long, just kind of lost my my strength, but slowly getting it back. It's interesting because like, I notice a lot of baseball players find Kendama interesting. Yeah. The way I really picked up juggling, which is funny, I would sit in the dugout and I would <laughs> juggle Love two baseballs, baseballs right next to each yeah. other and I would find out how to get them in like a column. So when I picked up uh, Kendama, juggling was kind of like... Yeah, you remembered how to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got those muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It was like a little bit of juggling in baseball. It's just like when you're yeah. bored, a lot of free time, you know? Yeah, for sure. When you're just sitting there waiting for someone to strike exactly. out. I mean, to hit the ball. <laughs> 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 but I have noticed that like a lot of, a lot of baseball players do seem to find their way towards the kendama yeah. at some point yeah, yeah. exactly yeah I, I i um i'm not talking about myself but i'm talking about myself for a second when i i worked with kenobi say for a while on their education stuff and we would go to trade shows for that education stuff and um i would often talk to the teachers about that aspect like because the hand-eye coordination and the mental focus is like so similar to hitting mm-hmm. a ball i guess with a bat you know, you're using utensil to do it too, and all these kind of it's little things. Coordination. Um, it, I, I just noticed it was always like really strong with the baseball group. Yeah. Not soccer, not football, not baseball, or not basketball, baseball. You gotta find the lacrosse homies. That's lacrosse. Where true. Actually, lacrosse I played people lacrosse. Pretty, I, yeah. I used to do. We'll get into my story, but I used to do stick tricks and stuff with lacrosse and hockey, and those are both like extension of the arm. Mm-hmm. And the, sports and i think kendama is very much the same like hand-eye coordination but not your hand it's like a stick yeah you're using you you're ending up with a something that is a an extension of your hands more or less like i would sit waiting to go inside and take batting practice i would balance the baseball bat on my fingers and try to flip Mm -hmm. it around and catch the other side and like go in between each finger (laughs) it's just like i always had like an interest in like balance balance stuff stuff, yeah little balance games that i would kind of make in my own head and that's like perfect for kendama you know Mm -hmm. speaking of like balance stuff so what what is your play style like how would you define your play style i don't know i have a i don't know if we can really define it i kind of like to dabble in a bunch of other a bunch of types of play but mm-hmm. um i would say the least amount of things least amount of 
stuff that I do would be string tricks. Mm-hmm. You know, I tend to focus more on like balance tricks and stalls and I like I kind of like you tend put to pick up towards a Kinama right now. First trick. What do you do? Inward to lunar, probably. Inward, okay. Yeah. See, that says a lot about a Kinawa player. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's super you. cool. I just like, like when we first got into Kendama, um, lunar was just becoming like a a bigger thing because like I guess the shapes of the Kendama were getting better and it was getting easier to learn and so that was becoming more frequent and in the scene is the lunar stuff so mm-hmm. i just just found myself gravitating towards lunar tricks and finding it interesting that people were ex- starting to expand more on the lunar tricks mm-hmm. as opposed to other tricks that people have been doing yeah pretty frequently but so yeah you definitely like to play those kind of balance lunar, yeah and like, I, I i enjoy especially like watching kendama <laughs> I, I enjoy watching like tech tricks i would say like like quick bangers or mm-hmm. Maybe just like an edit of bangers, you know, not necessarily like I, although I do enjoy my watching people who can flow, you know, it's definitely interesting and definitely creative for sure. But, mm-hmm. um, definitely enjoy my, my balance tricks and <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what, what is your current setup right now? What, what Konami are you playing the most? Right now, I'm rocking the Nobu mod. Nobu know? mod? Yeah, I'm oh, loving yeah. the shift shape, dude. It was definitely my top two, top three, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I'm also digging the um, the Sweets boost shape. Is mm-hmm. it's been? I know it's been pretty popular recently, but... The one with the base cup hole or mm-hmm. one without? i say with base cup hole. Yeah, but you would like, say that's when you were playing. Yeah. 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 Personal been, opinion, the base cup hole is way better than the non-base cup hole. Yeah. I don't like gunslingers. That anyways. is debatable with some people. <laughs> you don't like basket holes. I, I definitely like basket holes. Oh, okay, I'm saying, yeah, saying, basket yeah. holes all the way. Lunars uh, don't play gunslingers very well, so yeah. I'm definitely with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to see more more mods coming out with that kind of that kind of thought into it. You know, mm-hmm. of trying to make it a better balanced kendama and trying to have companies come out with product that's all around a good kendama. You know, yeah, which has been. Like I, honestly, for the for most of the time I've been playing Kendama, that's never really how it's been. It's like you either have a gunslinger Dama or you have a lunar Dama. Like you usually have a Dama that's good for something mm-hmm. a little more specific, because it's it is really hard because of the like this is a natural made product more or less. It's really hard to make it always good for everything. This is true. Um, a lot of times because of the weights. But even because of the grains and stuff like that. Yeah. Just wood so, being so inconsistent. Yeah, just really. wood being... Yeah, for sure. Wood. It's natural, or, you know... I wouldn't say organic, but it's definitely natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's an organic material. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes... Yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. Boost cup. Boost cup? Boost... Uh, uh, boost holes. Shape. What about you, Nick? What are you rocking with right now? Kendamas. Lots of them. No, I only <laughs> play the one at a time right now. Um, I'm personally playing a... I think seven... and. 2017 Cushion C. Fraser Tama with a um, Hickory, yeah, a Hickory uh, Shift craft. Okay. That actually, um, Ryan Cout, Mahala on Can You Say, she picked this Ken out for me, Shout which out. was super nice of her. I was <laughs> like, I was bugging. I'm like, ah, I need to find a perfect Ken for this Tama. Yeah. She's like, I got you. She was just chilling at the Can You Say place or yeah, the Can You Say warehouse, cool just like it. not being able to do anything because mm-hmm. she's like. She needs a ride to do things, and it's like a billion dollars to Uber anywhere in Atlanta. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was super cool. My yeah, first time meeting her in Atlanta, she was able to make it out, which was super cool. And yeah, second time for her being here, um, and she's like super down. Yeah, her. really cool good person. people. It's really good people. It's so awesome too that Mahalo was able to come out during mm-hmm. like at least one part of ATLO. Mm-hmm. I at first when she uh, announced like the dates she was coming around, I was that was the time when I was deciding the dates for ATLO. And uh, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh no, you're not gonna be able to make it!" I'm so pissed. Like I thought she'd leave. I thought she was leaving probably like, that Saturday in the morning, but it worked out. Yeah, it did so work out. So you guys got to meet her, which is yeah, it was sick. definitely a good time. Yeah, ATLO was a really good time. Yeah, and we'll we'll definitely have to talk about all that stuff too in a mm-hmm. in a future one. Um, all right, Aiden, sick. So now you guys know Aiden. Uh, he is a nerd. What up? What up? <laughs> he he <laughs> loves Kendama. Uh, two years in, he's definitely. One of the rising homies in um, in Georgia, 
Um, we're all obviously from Georgia. If you guys don't already know, that's kind of why it's called Georgia Comedy Radio. We don't only talk about Georgia stuff. Um, in fact, most of the, I would say 90% of the stuff we talk about is not specifically Georgia related. But that's where we are. And um, Aiden's definitely been rising the past couple of years and progressing like crazy. So hey, well, super I glad it, man. he's got his perspective out here. Yeah, I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah. All right, Nick, I want to hear all about you. Let me tell you, um, super <laughs> glad to have you here, first of all. Nick is super big into um, into media creation, and I say that like vaguely because he's pretty much good at all like media creation. I would say, <laughs> if you haven't seen his stuff, he's got. I mean, just check out his Instagram. Like I said, nickfish.tv or nickfish.tv. Right. Yeah, Dot nickfish.tv. TV. Um, he's just like he's been reposted by a bunch of people that a bunch of, like Konami say and stuff just because he makes great stuff. So Nick, super glad to have you on the cast. Appreciate yep. that, y'all. And I'm trying to up the uh, audio production here a little bit, so I've got yeah. us on different mics and trying some stuff <laughs> out here but but yeah i'm super into media i um made it to atlanta because i went to school down in savannah art, oh. art school at scad scad oh my god <clears throat> so if you guys don't know sorry but if you guys don't know scad um scad is probably one of the it, it's definitely the best um art school in georgia and one of the best in like the country yeah um everybody i know from scad just his amazing things. Mm-hmm. It's a great school. I really wish I'd found Kendama when I was at school because so many people would have loved it. And the custom painted Damas I would have got. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, man. It would have been so cool. But yeah, but yeah I'm, I made it to Atlanta <laughs> for media production. There's a lot of video work out here. And I'm not in the mm-hmm. TV and film industry necessarily, but um, that's here. There's a lot of other good video work here. So I've been out here for five, six years and didn't find Kendama until two plus years ago. Like Aiden was saying, our stories kind of um, are one and the same. I found Kendama about a month before he did, and it was a Duncan Komodo was the first <laughs> Kendama. From Target. Nice. It's not a yeah. bad first Kendama. <laughs> no, actually, honestly. I mean the paint super slick, but there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't it had much some sort of tracking. There. As long as did, yeah, yeah, as long as it wasn't those like crappy like the the whole slicked crackle ones you can find on oh, Amazon no. for six bucks. Yeah, not that. Yeah, those when I see kids playing, I'm like, oh, it's just one you're hard. trying to learn like around Europe on or something like that. Yeah, around right. Japan, you know. Yeah, just, like simple. It was tricks. a, it was a great Dama. You're right, Aiden. Like <laughs> it had tracking. Like I, I got a red with three blue stripes. I think yeah. was the one I got, and they had a couple colorways. But I don't know. We were about to go to a music festival, <laughs> and I'd seen Kendamas in some YouTube videos. I watched some YouTubers that skateboard, and they. Oh. We're playing with them, and I didn't know what it was, but I knew it looked fun. Because like I said, I did lacrosse stick tricks, and I was mm-hmm. like, that looks just like doing a little stall with the ball. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I knew I wanted one, but then fast forward a month after seeing that video, and I'm at Target buying camping stuff to go to this music <laughs> festival, and my friend's like, oh, a kendama, and holds it up. And I'm like, that's what that is? Oh, that's the thing. That's And I so it was 10 bucks, and of course like, I bought oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I took it to this camping festival where I'm out there for like four days in the sun, and... I just had so much fun with this thing, playing cups, learning Moshikame, watching YouTube videos. Found the Kendama Ninja video, was blown oh, away. Then someone grabbed my Kendama was like, oh, I used to play one of these back in high school, and they did a Tama grip trick. And like, like blew what? your like mind. Blew my yeah, mind. like, oh, I like, can hold it that no way. No way, like a, an airplane or obviously Lighthouse is like the craziest looking thing when you first see one. But that <laughs> Dama was in no way good for those tricks, but I definitely like learned and tried. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we got back from that festival, I think Aiden got into it shortly after that, and we ended up mm-hmm. at the. We're lucky enough to have the Kendama USA warehouse here, so we were able to go down there instead of like just copying some stuff online or getting the crackled Amazon Dama. Yeah. We were we went we went down there and I got like a Chrome Deluxe or half split or something, and yeah. just got like super into it. If you ask Jubaka Ryan Plord, he would tell you exactly when we came and what we got. Like, <laughs> yeah. Great memory for customers at the Kusa warehouse. But no, seriously, I think yeah. like immediately when you go to the Kusa warehouse, at least how it used to be set up, we got to play with like this super jumbo tribute, yeah. and like yeah. we just got so into kendama. You walked into this huge glass display of colorful kendamas, and yeah. that was such such a sight to see when you're first getting into it you know oh, you had yeah. only seen the ones at target <laughs> and yeah. then you go into yeah. this and yeah. just getting into it you know i had known kendama usa was one of the biggest companies in the world really and mm-hmm. finding out that their headquarters was in marietta and which was which is only like a 40 minute drive from our house i just thought that was the coolest thing in the world and finally getting to go in it was like such a stoke moment you know yeah. like yeah that last huge. warehouse was probably one of the best kendama warehouses yeah. ever. Awesome. Like 
Sweets is really. Sweets is warehouse is, is definitely sick. Um, it's a little harder to get, I guess, into because you have to go up some weird stairs and stuff. Um, but their and their Dama shelf is definitely more savage. Yeah. In some ways, um, but yeah, I remember working there and like seeing the stoke on people's faces when they came and like. Oh, well and that's like since i come from like a creative perspective i've always been really into the collection side of kendama yeah. and the artistic side of kendama like mm-hmm. I, like if i had damas at scat i would have bought natties and had people paint them like crazy it would have been so cool mm-hmm. so walking into the kusa warehouse there was like a stove kendama there was like oh, yeah. custom burns stove. and stuff they used to have for sale i think they had some custom burn stuff kaizen's up at the time and so you could see all of that in person and see all these different colorways. Like and glass cases full of history. Yeah, Dama stuff that wasn't for sale, just like history of Dama stuff. But then you get to play with the jumbos and you meet this community. We met mm-hmm. Chewbacca and he was like telling us how to do lunars. And yeah. so it, from from there, it turned into like this, this is a skill toy that replaces skateboarding in my garage to <laughs> this is like a new community for it's me. A community, this is, yeah. this mm-hmm. is I can have my friends over and we can jam on something instead of going to the skate park or instead of playing hacky sack. Like I've done all the things that are similar to Dama leading up to it. So I think it was just a matter of time before I found Kendama. And I say like, I think I was meant to find it at some point because two years before I found it, my brother worked with Matt Sweet's brother. Uh-huh. Yeah, just randomly for yes. a hockey team somewhere huh. in, in the north. And uh, then a couple years, maybe a year before I found Kendama or something, I hooked up with this this video guy in the industry. We started doing some work together and he ended up selling me some video lights and told me, oh, I'm good friends with uh, Jero, Jeremy hmm. from Kendama USA. And I saw that you play Kendama and he sells me these lights, these video lights, and says these were actually used in the first Kusa Pro Model videos. <laughs> I helped Jero out as a favor. And if you go way back on YouTube, you can actually see he is credited on those videos, the old, <laughs> oh, old Kusa videos. So in my garage, cool. I have these like super old, hot, bright white lights that are from the original Kusa videos that you can find on YouTube still. So it was a matter of time before I found Kendama, Kendama for sure. But now that I'm into it, like, I collect like crazy. I'm always scrolling through the new drops and critiquing the design on stuff and watching the edits and blown away by stuff like Fringe Case and the amount of editing that goes into that and would love to just like break down Kendama on a creative level. Um, So that's really where like my passion lies in the scene. And of course I play like crazy, try to get at least an hour in every day if I can, um, get better skills, but I'm all about like super dope edits. And Mm -hmm. that's where you said I've been reposted by Kusa. That was me combining my two passions, I did a really cool, uh, when I got my Dave Pro Mod, I did a really cool motion graphics piece that displayed the aesthetics of the Pro Mod and my trick that I did with the Pro Mod, but behind it, it had kind of purple gems and the, the logos that were on the cups and stuff. So I just love to combine my two passions in any way, and Kendama's really been a great outlet to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Kendama is a lot to a lot of people. Um, which is why I've been asking you guys, you know, what it means to you. Obviously, for you, it means a great creative outlet. And that's mm-hmm. actually kind of similar to what you were saying, too, Aiden. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways to take it. And I think that's why Kendama can go so much farther than a lot of skill toys. That's why I can even, you know, we can even consider it a sport. Because it's just, like, there's so many aspects to it to where um, you can really use it the way you want to. And I think mm-hmm. one of the biggest aspects of the whole thing is the community. And is yeah. the people and how accepting everybody is and how different the community is mm-hmm. compared to other communities that I've, you know. Well, I said skateboarding, and I th- yeah. that was one of my least... And you talked about baseball even. Like, that's a team sport, which is different than an individual thing. It's crazy thing. how all these mm-hmm. different communities are diff- like just completely different. different and, yeah. Yeah, and Like, being a new skater and trying to go to the skate park is Ooh, the most intimidating it's thing. The most like, it's a lot more intimidating than going to a kendama jam and picking up kendama and trying big up, you know? Like you're telling yeah. me I'm holding my board wrong before I even step Stepped on it, in, like, and then oh, I push yeah. on it, and I'm pushing with the wrong, wrong foot, foot, and I'm mongo, and I stop. And everyone's like basically yeah. looking at you and mentally shitting on you. Judgmental, yeah. It's yeah. Just yeah. Like Which I wouldn't say that everybody in skateboarding is like that no, way. For sure. People are definitely like super into other people learning it if they're like really into it, but... It's there hard. are people it's, out there like that. It's hard sure. to get into it. Yeah, there's definitely an intimidation factor that, that I felt with it. That was my personal yeah. experience, or at least the skate parks out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's also a lot safer than skateboarding when I work in <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to, hopefully don't break my wrist playing Kendama. It's totally possible. 
but uh, but yeah, it's it's a much safer hobby and more <laughs> more accepting overall than the other sort of hobbies I've tried, skill mm-hmm. sports I've tried. And it's also super super important is the uh, the inclusion factor is not having that intimidation sense. You know, when you're going to play kendama, you want everybody to feel included. And I thought yeah. Danye did a very good job of expressing that and kind of spreading that word because that mm-hmm. is a very super that is a very important part in this community. You know, yeah. Yeah. making everybody feel welcomed and. That's what spreads the love, you know, that's what gets it in more hands and that's what keeps people playing is the, the support, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into myself again. Let's do <laughs> Go ahead, again. bro. I'm not going to get into myself yet, but that's a big reason why I do what I do with Kinala is mm-hmm. just like the, I guess the community part of it just naturally um, is so positive um, and I really wanted to make that more of a thing. Yeah, yeah most just, definitely. It, it's great. I it's love, awesome I to be a part of that positivity, you know? Be yeah. able to, to spread it on to different people and see that reaction and see that when you're trying Ganama, it's nothing but smiles and, you know, laughter, you know? That's mm-hmm. all you see people doing. And it's just fun, you know? It's, yeah. it's something, it's just fun that you can spread. Or the rage quitting and throwing the Ganama possibly. <laughs> but, that you know, later. That, that comes later. Later. Definitely, yeah. You don't introduce people to that side of Ganama. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. All right, Nick, what Kendama are you playing right now? Ooh, right now, Aiden mentioned the boost shape. I got the, um, I did not make it to NAKO, but I did cop the sweets uh, swag bag that they put on the website nice. because I wanted one of the boost shapes. So I got the NAKO boost Ken. Mm-hmm. The Tama that came with it is beautiful and amazing, but was horribly weight matched. It was oh, like they're always 15 yeah. grams heavy, which I'm not mad about it. These were leftover <laughs> damas from an event. I'm not gonna go on FKC and post about it. I just switched my setup. I'm all into Franken damas, so I grabbed another sweets uh Tama to put on top of it. I've got the sweets V10 Mocha or no it's, it's called, called the chocolate. Hot, hot Chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, yeah, hot chocolate. It's, it's sort of like a three stripe or three split black, gold, white. It's yeah. Beautiful cushion clear. Didn't that one come with a Zebrano can? Came with a Zebrano yeah. can. Yeah. Beautiful Kanoma. I got I, I got two of them. Honestly, I just wanted to show this, one of them. This Tama was Aiden's. Yeah. Yes. This, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I traded Aiden some setup for this, huh. and actually, the Zebrano can that I got is beautiful. It's yeah. super heavy, it's and I play it every once in a while. Actually, through the Nako Tama on top of that, they're really? more weight match. So yeah, this, I just sort of swapped these out and. Threw a nice red string on it, nice and long, because I'm doing juggle tricks lately. But <laughs> this thing is, this boost shape is ridiculous for, especially inward lunars. I've been trying to grind one, two, three inward lunar flip mm-hmm. and got my first consistency, you know, close to consistency on twos yesterday. Like, nice. it was a good day on those. Um, threes, we'll, we'll figure that out eventually. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this is my favorite setup right now. My other setup that I rock is, uh, I just got a Craft Plus the shift shape oh, plus, yeah. so i've been rocking that um got a nice weight match set up with that and really love that but since i've been doing lunar stuff i want some grip. some paint and grip right yeah, now but sure. if i'm rocking my multi jugs and doing late jugs and stuff i'm grabbing my plus size and trying to yeah, hang I on love that, that little. shift shape though the pluses yeah. are so fun pluses for, are very like fun. it's just the right amount of size for it to be better for like balance tricks and yeah. like yeah. especially like doing lighthouse stuff mm-hmm. Um, but it's I wish like that was the wheel, standard because I'm 6'4", you know, you know I got big hands. hands yeah. So yeah. It just when the Vikings they come out, you probably would have been like, let's go, <laughs> this is all I'm doing now. Dude, I'm super stoked for, this is a tangent, but super stoked for the mid-sized pills because it's going to mm. be that happy oh, medium, yeah. like a slight plus size. It's not a, it's not a jumbo dama, it's not yeah. a regular size it's somewhere right in the middle just like these craft plus or like the mateo mod was the first plus size that i played and really mm-hmm. loved it so that's why i went for the craft plus and um, i do love it i think it's much easier to get your hand around it for juggles or mm-hmm. i i learned late jugs this past week and it just <laughs> was a lot easier for me to catch and hold that base cup and do another flip when mm-hmm. i had a little bit more real estate on it mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah, I've, I've been kind of switching back and forth between those two damas this week, at least. But yeah, that's yeah, awesome. If you guys didn't hear, they're releasing that um, that medium sized jump or medium sized pill. Sorry. That's right. Yeah, I was yeah, a dama cool. nerd. Shout out Alex Smith dropped that dime on a uh, on dama nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let everybody know they're making shout out dama pills. nerds. <laughs> I <laughs> bet Shonef Chris will be the first one to have one. I and hope blow they our send them three. Like, I hope they do. They I'll need be, to sponsor. You know, if anybody, yeah, I feel like they need to sponsor. Definitely another tangent, but like. If any like, I don't know if any you guys remember Guy Wright. I 
do not. Okay, so Guy Wright was the first and only ever pill sponsored player. Um, by obviously Tara, super sick with the pill, but he played with it. He was like he was pro for like a year, and I say that because he like stopped playing. Do they still anything. have a pill team? Because I know they had like a pill he team has, for a while. He has. Well, the thing is, he has his own pro pill. Okay. And they made a big banner and stuff for him too, yeah. like trying to support it or promote it. Okay. Um, but he just kind of like dropped fell off. off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but if anybody needs to take that title back, me the. The new Chris. pro pill. It needs to be shown up, Chris. Yeah. Love He's his creativity. So cool. If you guys do not follow him, please go follow him. Oh, yeah. With the Kinama and folk. the pill. Yes. Yeah. He's Both of them. The Ken folk. Ken folk. <laughs> you, you will find him underneath any good clip saying my Ken, my Ken folk. folk. Yeah. Go follow him. It's honestly dude. even easier than doing like Shonuf underscore Chris. Yeah, just find him in the comments. Like, yeah. Just find him in the comments section of like a yeah. good clip. He is my like the epitome of the Instagram community like we yeah. talk about how the in-person community is great we're lucky to have the Kusa warehouse and to be able to like get some of that in person and events and whatnot but Instagram's so big in this community and he's oh, yeah. one of the people that just drives that forward and makes you feel so welcome and mm-hmm. like any minor lace is like a banger he's yeah he makes you hyped up on your own shit for sure yeah yeah he's super cool about him. Yeah. um and he's definitely like good positive energy like whether it's in person or or not. Like, I, I love Chris. He's a good guy. I don't think he lives super far from Tennessee, us. I think, right? Yeah, he lives in, I think, I how maybe I northern that, or eastern Tennessee. Um, yeah. He, he went to Battle of the Border this That's right. most recent year. And, uh, yeah, I met him. He's super cool. He didn't yeah. live very far from, from Nashville. Somewhere hopefully, if he's southeast. there, I'll be looking forward to meeting him. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, both of you guys will go to Battle of the Border, yeah. which I guess a different, another tangent. We're going to get lots of tangents from this. Yeah. But <laughs> Battle of okay. the Border... It was announced for, I believe, the 3rd and 4th of January, mm-hmm. which is, you know, standard first weekend of January. So if you're listening to this podcast, you need to go. <laughs> you have to go. It's, it's personally, I love Nico. I've been there for the past three years. Um, but Battle and Boyer easily hits a medi- like a, the really same amount of home. fun for me. Yeah. So, yeah, if, okay. if you're listening to this and you have the ability at all to go, you should go, mm-hmm. for sure. And obviously you too need to come. Yeah, and just a <laughs> note on that, like I'll say, I didn't make it out to ATLO, even though I'm so close to it, I was super sick that week. But I, mm. I'll say, even with like jams and competitions, early on I had this like mindset that if I wasn't ready to compete, I wasn't going to go. But yeah, no. I want people, like if there's any uh, people just getting into Kandama listening to this, like, don't compete or do compete and just go like just treat it as a jam and yes. just go and meet the homies oh yeah people Especially always say fun. like you just yeah you walk around and meet kandama homies you're gonna see some of your like favorite kandama players like i was jamming with christian fraser at the most yeah. recent mod or the most recent jam Damn. here and like He's such a humble dude and people would be you know hesitant on walking up to him and talking to him but he's He's a really good guy, you know? Yeah, and if you're working mm-hmm. on your first lighthouse flip, he's going to help you. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, doesn't, he's got he doesn't care that he can do a triple first tee. It's like, <laughs> he's going to help you with your first one ever. And I think that's just something worth mentioning about events. Like, mm-hmm. as someone that is not super, super skilled in Kendama, it can be intimidating for sure. I know it yeah. firsthand, but you should totally go and just vibe. And you'll probably have your best day of playing Kandama oh, yeah, ever. because you're just yeah. so inspired by people yes. and they push you to do better. So And just seeing what's possible. And you leave from there. these places wanting to keep playing after yeah. four to five exactly. hours. Exactly. It's like yeah. when you're you think you'd be tired of it, but you just no. want to keep going. It's Did you ever go see, uh, like you go see Spider-Man as a kid and you run out of the theater and you're like, like trying to climb oh, the walls? <laughs> like, I am Parkour. Spider-Man. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel after Dama events. I come home and I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I yeah. am as good as Josh Kim, who I just jammed with and I'm not. <laughs> we're but, all yeah. good as good as Josh Kim. <laughs> yeah. We all can do that. Another, another person we're super fortunate to have in the ATL scene lately. So glad Josh Shout out Josh Kim. Yeah. That's that boy. Um, So you guys know, November 9th is small business or small neighborhood toy store day. So the same place we went to for that last jam, we'll have another jam with like Josh Kim is like the headliner. Like he's here. Cool. It's Josh. Yeah. Our last, last jam was at a toy shop, which is a great place for jams. You mentioned that Nick on an older podcast. Like if you're hosting a jam, throwing a jam, toy shops are great. Yeah. Find a, find a local toy shop that has a Kanama or doesn't have Kanama. And, um, I, I'm willing to bet 
that they're going to be down. I know at do that something. jam, we sold at least one kendama for them. Yeah. His homie showed up without his kendama. Yeah, that was so <laughs> funny. He's like, one. Yeah, he was asking me, he's like, I need to get a kendama where to find a kendama. I'm like, I got you, let's go. <laughs> and he's like, which one should I get? I'm like, dude, you should definitely get the penguin one. Yeah. And he was like, I want to get the penguin one. Like, uh, he beat me in a yeah. game of Ken with it. Oh, you, <laughs> what a savage. He's got two years on me. That's what a his. savage. He oh, some, really? He beat me on a gypsy flip. I've never tried a gypsy flip. So I was oh, like, yeah, that kid's, that kid's so crazy good, but like he never ever comes to jams, which is. I met him. He was at the Ponce gym. When I, yeah. I couldn't even play because I, unfortunately I hurt my left hand. hand. Yeah. Or my Dude. right hand, sorry. Yeah, he's he's one of those. There's a lot of hermits in in Georgia that just I don't know why they just don't come out. I'm like, I'm saying every other weekend is a jam. Like I do it on purpose every other weekend. You like I don't know if I need to put like a calendar out or something. Some people like, just can't. Or some people I used just to don't have that the dedication towards it. You know, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't come you know, out. Gosh, we're trying to build be the there. best damn community in Dama. Okay. Yeah. Um, Georgia's scene is definitely rising. Yeah. Yes. This last turnout was really good at the Kendama Gym. At oh, the, my God. Uh, the it's Toy great. Story was awesome. Yeah. A lot of it was, um, especially for Dave Mateo, you know, yeah. everybody mm-hmm. sharing their condolences, but it was awesome. You yeah. Know, it, was a, it was the biggest turnout since I've been around since probably the Creep It Real Tour, which was yeah, really, actually. really big in Atlanta. Yeah. And I guess I'd... Go to the Kusa Instagram page where uh, they reposted the photo of our jam on yeah. there with the purple. With the purple yep. in it, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's our Georgia Dama squad. Uh, yeah, it was a big squad. squad that day. It was like 27 people, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, I guess that's a good segue to get into my part. Of, like, if Again, if you haven't, if you don't know who I am, my name is Nick Dodenhoff, um, at NickDermer20 on Instagram. I've been playing a little bit longer than these guys, um, eight years now. <laughs> And just a little bit longer. yeah a little bit um just four times longer you would that. think i'd be like crazy good too it's like, okay we all like, got no, the same no, really. no you're for crazy honed on stuff i'm yeah. honed on certain stuff yeah yes. and consistent on other things but not you guys definitely got some stuff on me um <laughs> but but yeah so i've been playing for eight years i think I, it's about to be 2020 i started in 2011 2012 um my high school kind of blew up with it and my all my friends were playing I'm like all right i think you guys are lame Two weeks later, all right, this is sick. Let me get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, again, that classic story, like, I don't know about it. And then you're like, all right, let's go in. Um, and it was actually the perfect time because everyone blew up. Ed blew up in the fall of that year in school. Um, and so for Christmas, Christmas break, um, I got a Kanama. I mean, you know, you get about a week, two weeks off in Georgia for Christmas um, weekends. Or not weekend, Christmas break. So me and my two best friends, um, we made an uh, edit and a half of just, that's all we did. So we spent time playing Dama. That was super so cool. Sick. So I got a question. What, um, what was the scene? What was your perspective on the scene when you first got into it? So did shout you out to dig Christian deep Freak. into that? Yeah, I was. So as soon as I started to get into Kendama, um, I wanted to do more. And what really, the first time I ever really interacted with the scene, quote, you know, air quote, whatever, was uh, actually Dama, Dama Fest. Dama Fest, Which okay. is kind of like a lot to handle all at once. It's like someone now, like, just getting in Kanama for, like, the first six months, not really ever meeting someone that plays Kanama, and then just going to Nako. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that was that big. Dama Fest at the time was the only, like, national, for international people, Kendama event, um, which was actually at the Cobb Galleria um, in 2011 and 2012, or it might have been 2012 and 2013, and um, here in but yeah, Georgia, that was my right? first. Yeah, here yeah. in Georgia, Cobb, 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 uh, Cobb County, Cobb Galleria over in uh, Marietta, same same city that Konami USA is, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's I got into that, and I was like, holy crap, Konami people are cool. Uh, I'm not nearly as cool as any of them. <laughs> Had Colin Sanders, Zach Yard, and Turner Thorne all signed with Konami. Never played that Konami again after that because I'm like, holy sh. Like, yeah. this is, yeah. I actually, you know, I guess forwards or whatever, back to when I graduated my with my degree in um, public relations, I wore that black kendama signed by them on my nice. my gown and everything like that as I walked the stage, which my family was like, why'd you do that? I'm like, you don't understand. It means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. It means a lot. So, um, but yeah, that's <coughs> some playing since then. Kendama to me means um, definitely community. So I run... I'm I'm the guy that kind of runs events in Georgia now. Like if any 
if any event more than like four people happens in Georgia, it's probably because of me, mm-hmm. or probably I know at least know about it. <laughs> Shout out Nick Drummer. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, and the reason why I even do that is because so I I went to Domafest and I was mm-hmm. sick, and then for a while, um, the Sweets guys Willie and Fraser, they they were doing uh, Sweets jams, and they just called them I think the, I think they call it GA Dama Player Jams or something like that. Okay. Um, you can scroll way back on some of their Instagrams, and you'll see. You'll see, um, whatever that was called, but, but yeah, they did that for like two years, and it was it was awesome. Um, we had a lot of people playing then too, a lot of OG people. Um, obviously, Fraser and Willie being some of the OGest, Matt Dakota, um, a lot of local people that you know not everybody in this podcast would know, but a lot of really cool Canal players that have yep. you know come to fruition in, in different ways now. Um, and that was sick, and I loved doing those, and those were the times, especially when my friends. Um, the fad kind of stopped because for Kanama, as you guys may or may not know, depending on who it is listening to this podcast, um, it, it gets to be a fad for a lot of communities. And when I say communities, I mean like cities. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes up and goes down, and that's kind of it. Um, you know, we saw that in Romania, we saw that in Latvia, we saw that in Hawaii, you know, X place. You're gonna, it, it does that a lot because um, it's super fun to get into, but then not that many people have the patience to get real good at it. And I think yeah. that's what it is. There's not a there's not a system set up um, to get them to, to give them the patience to show them that you can you can achieve I don't know which yeah. is a whole other conversation um, but at that time my friends were dropping off Kanama so those sweets jams were like the thing I was like I could just see people like Kanama let's mm-hmm. go yep. it was awesome it was sick um, and then I think I dropped off even myself a little bit at one point playing Kanama for like a few months got back into it. And um, and I think it was my first year of college, and actually it was my last year of high school, and I was like, "Where are the jams? Where are the jams? They're not. They weren't happening anymore." Um, Fraser was super busy with his work. I think Willie was um, either just finishing school or he. I mean, he just couldn't do it himself. So because of that, the I guess the jams had stopped, and I was like, "All right, I guess I'll." Post on Instagram, even though I only have 80 followers, and see if anyone wants to come out. And uh, I did, and it was so rough. Yeah. So rough at the beginning. We would do it at Kennesaw State University, and um, it would literally, for the first month or three, <laughs> it would just be one, me and one other dude. Yeah. Um, who doesn't, unfortunately, play Kanal anymore, but yeah, it would be just us. And it was good enough for me. I was like, yeah, all right, I guess I meet that's, up with that's someone. Good to hear. Like, I'm glad it started with someone, you know, with the persistence to keep it, keep mm-hmm. it going, and get yeah. it to the point where it's at right now. Because it's, you know, it's it's helpful in this community for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was helpful having that one guy at least. Because yeah. I would have been, I wasn't too discouraged that like not more like that not more people had came, and more people had not come to those. But if I had like if it was just me, I would have been like. I don't know. Um, I thought a little. I was talking to Christian Fraser at the gym, and I thought a little piece of information that he shared with me was pretty funny. That when he started up, um, he would have. I guess he had been playing a couple of years more than his group of friends, and he would have his group of friends mm-hmm. come and pay for kendama lessons. So oh really? Yeah, he would. That's he so would funny. basically host kendama lessons for I think it was like five bucks or something like that. Yeah. Just like come in and. That sounds. He said eventually people just stop. You know, stop paying for it, and that just yeah. turned into a jam. Yeah, basically. So yeah, that sounds honestly like something that would have happened because, I, like, I, me and Fraser came from came in the same area in Georgia mm-hmm. where it really blew up, and um, people were so into it. And that area is fairly affluent. Um, you know, there's a lot of some good schools and stuff like that that there. So some moms had money, so I'm sure. People were like, yeah, five bucks for Canal yeah, Lessons. That's right? the thing right now. Yeah. I wish people would host them, you know. That would be super cool Pretty for cool. people getting into it, you know. Yeah. Maybe you should, Aiden. Yeah, <laughs> maybe one day. I would pay for lessons from you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, We'd end wait, up jamming most of the time. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? That's how it ha- happens now. But basically, after those couple months, uh, I had Ryan Plory Jubaka, which Nick mentioned earlier come out um he was like hey what are we doing we're like playing kendama he's like i love kendama (laughs) so he came out he brought fraser and then it was all kind of like a big it it went exponentially from there honestly Mm -hmm. 
I think the first moment that I was actually proud of myself for doing any of that stuff was um, one jam we had at Kennesaw where um, Zach Yord actually came out. Oh, wow. He was just in town. Um, and so he came. We had the most people we ever had come. We had a bunch of people from Kennesaw State Was it come. announced that he was coming or did he just show up? No, he just showed up. I'm like, holy shit. This guy is here. You, I, you signed my Kendama back in the day, dude. <laughs> it was, yeah, uh, it was crazy. And we all went to eat after, um, which was also crazy. We went to like one of the local wing place here. And Fraser personally, like, was talk- he was talking to me. He was, like, he was like, Nick, I want to personally thank you for doing these i know i've slacked off in, in his words at least on doing them i'm like i'm like i obviously Dude, i was like i didn't know i didn't even know what to say i was like yeah. of course i love yeah. kadama man and um that's why i do it now so that's awesome that's why i'm like the in in italy um like so i'm italian <laughs> but in italy they if call like know. a boss like the the head of a community like the boss and um shout out dario in rome but he, we call him the Kendama boss, and but I like in my internally sometimes I guess I call myself like kind of Georgia, like Georgia Dama boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Have your own little I, empire. Yeah, my little thing. I mean, like I said, I, I, the I love running king all this. Was stuff. huh? I guess he's he's that, also he, a Romanian king. king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he is for in uh, in Romania. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's what Kendama means to me. To me, community. Uh, I'm. I think we already talked about it. Rocking a very sick. Kendama, Georgia Kanama related Dama that C. Fraser with the Hickory Ken I even got a little Georgia Peach burned into it that's actually going to be my thing from now on yeah, when I have my cool. fiance just burn that into cool. every Kanama I play that way no one of you fuckers no but like I thought it was cool how they um, you know shout out little Georgia boys there's a little little squad from yeah. from Georgia also out here repping love those kids yeah, they um, came out with their own batch of paint, and they collabed with Soul, if you guys didn't see. But mm. I thought it was super cool how they had their the Georgia peach engraving mm-hmm. on the other side of the can. Yeah, was, Chad had hit yeah. me up. He's like, hey, can can I use this peach? And he's like, yeah, here you go. Yeah, that's cool. And that's he put dope. it on there. Yeah. And that, that batch sold out in six hours, guys. Yeah. No, I missed it. I'm I missed it, too. <laughs> and I'm so pissed because I gave him the peach to put on the dang thing. Can't we just hit up Chad and get another run of them? Like we got to. Oh no, we gotta, they got to paint them. Chad and Owen, they're gonna, they're working on stuff. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Yeah, they were rapping. They were talking about it at the last jam. They were talking about <laughs> what paint is better than theirs. Yeah. According to Christian <laughs> Fraser, there's only one better than Sweets. And yeah, that's. It was a uh, Kenama Israel's yeah. Rhino Clear. Yeah. Rhino or Clear. Or is there rubber? Rhino he said it was the. Rhino he rubber. Said it might have been the rubber right before the Rhino, but. Yeah. Rhino Clear is definitely a solid Kenama paint. Yeah, we don't get too many sure. of those out here because no. it's just hard to get anything in and out yeah. of Israel, whether it's a person or it's a kendama. Yeah, I think I've, I have a few kendama, Israel kendamas, and they definitely each took around a month to get here. Yeah, yeah, yeah they go through it's, customs up, down. I don't like, think you yeah. get tracking the whole way. Probably not. Yeah, I don't yeah you probably so. just like to hope and pray. Like I'm just an impatient person, <laughs> especially when it comes to kendama. I guess I wouldn't say I'm an impatient person, but I'm impatient when it comes to buying a Kendama. Yeah, yeah we all are. We, <laughs> exactly. we all live in a... Kendama teaches me the patience. We all live in a I century where Amazon Prime exists. Two-day shipping on, like, 90% of things you want to buy. So it's hard to, like, buy a Kendama and then just, like, we're, sit there for a month and wait. We're, we're lucky that we have the Kusa warehouse. warehouse but yeah, it's only, for us it's, especially. Their can, hours are kind of... There. Like, their hours are, like, my working hours, so I have, yeah, it's hard for not me open to on the weekends. Yeah, same, yeah. So, yeah, I've ended up ordering stuff, and then I'm, like, impatient. I'm, like, how long does it take a Dama to go from Georgia to Georgia? Georgia like, yeah. I live an hour north of Atlanta. I should have just drove and got it, <laughs> but... Yeah. That's okay. Well... People are ordering Konami USA from everywhere, yeah. which is especially, crazy. yeah. But they are they are fairly quick with it. Like they're tracking. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're tracking for us. We'll say three days, but then it'll show Coming up like in a day two. Or two. Yeah, yeah easily. Sure. It always does that. Um, and shout out Konami I guess, USA. Yeah, shout out Konami USA. <laughs> and also, if anybody in Georgia comes to the jams, I've already said this before to to people there. But if you ever need a, a Konami USA Dama, you just let me know. And um, I'm I live six minutes from the warehouse, so I can always pick one up, bring one to the jam. Whatever it is, um, and most of the time, depending on unless it's like a craft or something specific, um, mm-hmm. like a crom or something like that, um, Konami say will even let me sell it for wholesale, which means the half the money goes to Jordi Konama. 
which is nice. doing big things for for Jordi Canama. Um, a lot coming up, and I won't get too much into that because lots of, lots of secrets. It's stuff, on the hush hush. You know what I'm saying? Hush hush. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. So that's that's me. That's Kendama. That's what's going on. Um, so yeah. Thank you. First of all, guys, uh, that is our introduction to us. Um, I hope you hope so far you're not too bored listening to this. Um, <laughs> but we want to definitely have like an introduction. Yeah, get to um, know us a little bit. Yeah, we're some new people. Yeah, we are. Some you guys new voices. might know me if you've listened to Jordi Kanama, but yeah, I definitely want to make sure our two newest hosts. Um, are well well acquainted with y'all yeah for sure i look like rod but i'm more like mj <laughs> <laughs> i got locks like rod but <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know how to explain aiden he's just i'm just tall a tall boy dude tall kendama player that's he looks me. like the dude from um what's that movie you know how many times i've gotten called colin sanders colin, <laughs> oh my god you do kind of look like colin people sanders. tell me i look like the young colin like, sanders all the like time like a very thin it's colin the beard sanders, yeah it's the beard and the brown hair yeah and the tallness oh my god i've never thought about that well, dude. I, I, I it was mainly christian like frazier telling me ago. i look of it look Holy like crap. him every time i also come to like tj colesnick though <laughs> he doesn't have a i guess he does have a beard Kind of TJ Colesnick. And you used to play like him when you first started. And you used the Make Waves mod at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Thanks. was definitely one of the one of the first pros that I had started following, for sure. So yeah. It's sad to see him fall off a little bit. Yeah. Just out of the Kendama. But it's cool to see his other work that he's been doing. You yeah. Know, got to support it. That's all the, of his work. I think that's kind of like where I'd go if I end up, ended up getting great at Kendama. Mm-hmm. I'd be like the the video maker that pursued video making. Like even Cooper Eddie, I look at someone like that and I'm like, he won an award at Downspike for his video. He's a crazy good player yeah. and I would aspire to be like that. I think yeah. people like that are super dope and you can't hate them when they like stray away to pursue the other yeah. passion a little harder, but it is tough. You're like, where are the Dama clips? Like, yeah. where are you at? We also got to make money. It's yeah, it's true. It's the tough. ideal is com- combining the two. Like I said, if I could just make content for a Kandama company for a living, man, that'd be amazing. But I don't know yeah. if Dama's got money like that for marketing. But yeah, one well, day maybe. Even like the biggest companies in the world, man. They're you know they're small, small companies. So it's it's uh, until Kandama becomes more of a worldwide known thing. I don't know if that which is the goal. Yeah. yeah, we're all so in cool. it for the love of the game at this point, and anyone that's like doing, I, I would say anyone that even has a company is like probably not making in a it lot, for no. tons of profit. I can tell fame. you, yeah, yeah. like from, they're just spreading yeah, the love. They're not making the a whole lot of money. They're not billionaires. And we appreciate the hell out of it, y'all. Yeah, yeah. we, do. we, we appreciate y'all appreciate so much. That. Yeah, it's yeah. So Without them, obviously, we wouldn't have Domas to play. We wouldn't be able to yeah. do the thing we love to do. We'd be playing Amazon. Amazon crackles. crackles. Honestly, it probably wouldn't even be because those companies exist <laughs> because they because see that Namusei and Sweets have made a market and they're like, all right, let's make some money. So we wouldn't yeah, even have sure. crackles. We would have JKAs, though. <laughs> yeah. We could get some Azora Damas. We would yeah, just have to do good. a big batch order, but we wouldn't know about Kanami. Like the old school way. Yeah. 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 By a wholesale the, order. The Jeremy way, basically. Yeah. yeah. center here. Maybe there'd be more Mugens. <laughs> I don't know. We should do a custom run, buy a bulk order of Damas, and just have our own China brand of the same shape everyone else had for years. No jumpers. <laughs> I mean, That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> actually, they have their own shape now. I would like, rock some of their Tamas for sure. Their colorways are kind of cool, but yeah, they are basketball theme. Basketball theme. I'm not gonna buy a no jumper. The names I think are the best part about that. Yeah, like a backwards one. They have like their names go with like. They're like Dama versions of like a basketball player's name. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> what, I forget which exactly what exact names they are, but definitely have a little pun going on to each of the name. Yeah, I don't peruse their site too often, but they're, they're yeah, it's a funny thing, and and we'll yeah. get into that in another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother sure. podcast. No jumper. Yeah, no jumper. Uh, um, so like I was saying, I really want to introduce y'all to all of us. And uh, before we wrap up this podcast, I did want to take a moment to talk about Dave Mateo. Um, Dave, I'm sure you know, has, he passed just a few weeks ago. And um, actually, the day we're recording this is the last day of his um, funeral. Today is a celebration of life. So I thought it would be appropriate for to celebrate his life a little bit and um, just talk about maybe our favorite memory, yeah, sure whether memories. it's personal or, 
or videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, my my favorite memory um, was definitely meeting him in person at well for the second time technically at at um, MKO a few years ago, and just getting to hang out with him, see all of his energy, go you know eat some food and see him trying to jump off stuff at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he he came to Georgia after that too, and but that moment at MKO was like. It, I I felt his energy a whole lot. Felt his spirit. Felt his spirit, yeah. and um, it was it was a big, yeah. It meant a whole lot to me, um, especially how encouraging it was just playing Ken and stuff with him. So that that's definitely my favorite memory of Dave. Yeah, that was definitely a big part in my liking of Dave Mateo was how how inspirational and how like <clears throat> encouraging, like you said, encouraging he was with new people and how he would host so many events and how he would be so energetic and he would just create the energy that wasn't there, you know? And mm-hmm. that was such a, an awesome part. And every video that I've seen him in, you know, I never had the chance to meet him in person, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. um, just seeing his energy and, and, and anything that he did, you know, it was just, it was spread, you know? It, mm-hmm. it definitely spread through whatever he did. Mm-hmm. And... I'd say my probably my favorite moments that I've seen of him were probably I really enjoyed the whole eleven J stick or better yeah videos what a pinnacle yeah that was super super (laughs) cool and just showed his persistence Persistence and showed his dedication yes for sure and that that was just a huge part in my liking of Kendama I don't know when I first got into it I saw that and it was it was super cool to see someone so dedicated in something like that you know. It's just doing it for the fun. He's just doing it just because he, he might be able to do it, you know? Yeah. And that just showed who he was as a person. And, you know, I thought it was super funny. He ended up getting it in his underwear, you know? He had to take off all of his yeah. clothes to finally get it. was the pants it. that was the problem yeah. at the end. <laughs> that just shows his spirit a little bit and how, how lighthearted and, mm-hmm. yeah. Nick, what was your favorite moment? I've, I've always been since I started Dama and started watching videos, I was always drawn to Dave, not his necessarily his play style, like his style, style. Yeah, um, who he is. I have locks, so I love when <laughs> other players have locks. I was sort of drawn to them, and Dave had the longest in the game and yeah. then had the one long one. And Signature. So I was always just thought he was super interesting looking and loved the purple aesthetic and mm-hmm. the Pumas, and but then his play style was... Like one so of a kind like yeah. unique and and i never got super into the flowy tricks or the dance style or anything but i loved it um and was always a huge fan of dave one of aiden and our friends when we first started playing had the the early pro mod that dave had and mm. it was really cool looking and i never loved the way it played but i always loved the purple and yeah, the, the different aesthetic. the the different wood on the serato and the custom things he decided to put on there like mm-hmm. spike card catch low so when the plus size pro mod came out that's probably like my favorite Dave moment. Like I bought that plus size pro mod and I loved everything about it. You guys are talking about like Dave's persistence and the way he was about Kendama. Everything about that Kendama is and was amazing. Like he put the Penrose triangle in the small cup yeah. and it's this impossible shape and yeah. you spike for the stars. There's tracking stars on the top of the Tama, but you're always like reaching for the stars mm-hmm. and there's the, the, the dream catcher and spike mm-hmm. hard catch low engravement. Everything about that Kendama was so aesthetic and also just so intentional. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's Dave. Yeah, it is 100%. So, and I, I wish I'd had the pleasure of meeting him. When we were at the the jam last weekend mm-hmm. at the toy store, the, the woman working at the toy oh, yeah, store, I was about to bring that yeah, up. she, she, she said, thank you all for showing up so much for Dave. And she had the pleasure of meeting Dave multiple times and yeah. he came into Dave the store. Dave had a huge and, impact on, on you know, the, the toy store worker. Yeah. yeah toy store worker but yeah. she yeah she was very inspired by him just you know just being around him and feeling his energy and yeah. he had he, an impact on a lot of a lot of people and mm-hmm. it's very sad yeah i'm happy to see instagram flooded with purple and yes. i i even like pushed myself to do a trick that was dave's level seven kwc trick and i'd mm-hmm. always wanted it but i like pushed really hard to lace it and put purple over it and put that up and mm-hmm. it's just been really cool to see the, see the Kandama community yeah, do that yeah. for him come Definitely together, came together yeah. yes, yes. a yeah. lot of people have come out of the woodwork and started playing again for it which yeah. I guess is a big 
great silver lining in a way. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, we can, we can never like bring him back, but him having so much influence that he was able to respark the love yes. of it for other people is definitely a great thing he was able to do. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, um, so in the in the spirit of of honoring him, I did want to have a quick moment of silence. I know it's a podcast you're probably listening for for sound, but for for out of Dave, respect. I did want to do that yes. out of respect. So. All right, thank you guys. Um, so not to, we don't want to end up on a somber point. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening to this reboot of Georgia Kanama Radio. Aiden, We're all excited. Nick, thank you so much for being a part of that. Of course. Um, I'm super excited for all the stuff. We have a lot of ideas flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody listening to this, you please make sure that you continue. Um, we're going to have some very interesting stuff coming out. Not sure of the schedule yet. Um, we're we're definitely just trying to get out what we can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look forward to tips. Look forward to interesting facts. Look forward to just like lots of cool content about Kendama. Yeah. So video reviews, product chatting about what's coming out. I think we've all got different things in Dama we're interested in, and yeah. want to bring all some that. Giveaways. Who knows? Who yeah. Knows? You guys I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Subscribe. So yeah. So again, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys so much. This has been Georgia Kanama Radio. Thank you guys. And that's it. Let's go jam. Mm-hmm.